discussing last week. remembers this? Yeah. A quick revision of what we're holding. We saw that the, the fact that Rabbi Akiva, Rechayim bin Tajim, the other Tanoim, who lived at the time of the, 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 the Gzair of the Romans, who wanted to ask the learning Torah, and they didn't just learn Torah by Yechidus, like lock themselves in the cave and learn Torah, they did it by Rabbi. And we, went, we asked the question, why would you do that? Of course, we understand what Rabbi Kiva says himself in the Gemara that Klai shall come without Torah. So, just like in other position, the other times in history, when there was Gzairus and Hamitzvahs, hide away when no one will notice you and do it be, be, do it be a Chidus. Well, what is the idea of like waging war, of like going Barabim to defy the, the law and teach Torah in the public? They could learn Torah privately too. They could do something privately also. And uh, we didn't study Yisrael last time. And that is, it wasn't just that they were trying to show that they were disobeying the law. It was something much deeper. And that is, how are they going to overcome Rome? And the time understood the only schus that they had, this is after the Chorban and after everything else they lost, the only schus we still had is the schus of Torah. And if we can generate enough Torah, then that will be the schus which will overcome the Romans. And if that's the case, we're not going to be mashed with the Gzairah and try to learn Torah privately in a way where no, they won't catch us. No, the more people we can get to learn Torah is the more we're trying to get a schus and that is the potential of possibly overcoming the Romans. Just like when Bechiskiu HaMelech, that his technique to destroy the army of Sancherev was to get everybody to learn. And the Tzchot Satorah won a war. So the Tanoim understood, we have nothing else to, which can help us fight the Romans except the Tzchot So the more people can learn, the more it gives us the opportunity to try and maybe overcome the Romans. And that's what we said last time from the Maral. That was the tragedy of the Mrs. Tamil of Rabbi Akiva. We said 24,000 Talmudim is something which hasn't been repeated since. There's no issue in the world. Not even the Mir and Lego today together have 24,000 Talmudim. Right? It was something unbelievable. And Rabbi Kiva felt that that would be the day which Shashayach would come. And he explains, not because he believed in Barakach so much, but because he believed to have enough of a Schus to fight wrong. And when all the Talmudim were nifta, Shamin, because then, uh, then that, that force which could have potentially been the force which could have brought to the Gola, got lost. And why? So we saw, because Be'etzem, the mistake of Tamir Rabbi Akiva, was the, really the mistake while we were in Goddess in the first place. As we know, that the Goddess by Hashem was because of Sinas Chinam. And it's true that they had the Kayach Torah, but they would have had to do it in a way where they would have corrected that mistake of Sinas Chinam too. And if that's the case, then you've fixed the problem, and you also have the Kayach to overcome the Romans, it would have worked. The Kol Yaakov could have destroyed you there, Esau. But if between the ranks of the people learning, there was still the Sinas Chinam, and the fact that each was jealous of the other one, each one like wanted to undermine what the other one was trying to achieve, so then Mimele that the Hashem wasn't going to let that Tzchus Torah be successful against the Romans. And that's why there was a Magaifa when they all died. So that was Rabbi Kiva, like we said last time, his first attempt to try and overcome the Romans, and it wasn't successful. Kina is good and Sinai is bad? Like, where is that line? Kina Sofram is good if it pushes me to do better. Kina is not good if it pushes me to try to get you to slow down. And that was about... Enem Tzara Zeb means I was, I was stingy. Not just I was jealous. Enem Tzara, I wanted the other person not to learn. The fact that he's getting ahead of me, I try to pull him back. Not just push me to go better. Okay. 24,000 people all did the same mistake. Sorry? There's no It was obviously on a certain level, but it was a certain atmosphere. If the, if the atmosphere was that, that competitiveness, that everyone felt it like, 
what he achieves is taken away from me because that means he's ahead of me in whatever ranking system there was going to be. So there was something wrong. But he's asking if there were 10 people amongst those 24,000 that were like minding their own business in the corner. Even know? if there would have been, but like, once it was like there in the rabbi. Right, once a part of it was like there in the tzibur. Isn't that a tiny Rabbi Akiva? Rabbi Akiva himself realized this, and that's what Rabbi Akiva says. And we all know the phrase, we didn't think of it like reading it like this. And what he meant is the cloud godel for the terror to be misguided. That was that, during, or this was a realization that he had once? It's Mashna from the Midrash where he brings us, where he brings a story in the name of Rabbi Akiva himself. When the Bavi brings a story in Brachos and Samach Bez, it's talking as a narrator, as a third person. In the Midrash Hashem, Rabbi Akiva is talking, and he says, 24,000 Talmidim, I had 24,000 Talmidim, and they all died in Askara. And then afterwards, I went to find five more Talmidim, and I told them that the first ones died. The after Echakamaycha is the cloud god of the eternity in the sky. So, whether Akiva was Dorish that before and then people didn't appreciate it enough, or you only came to the realization after, I don't know. But for sure, that's what his Akiva realized from the story. We went to prove from the story, and that is other habits. That's, it's something which is an important way of how we approach learning to. But he's asking why isn't there a tight honor of Akiva? As in, if we're being Moscow, that it could be that there were some perfect people, but as part of the seaboard. You know, once the Tzibur had different? Yeah, he was different because it didn't apply to him. He, he, either he already understood this at the beginning, or he wasn't part of the, 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 the lone data of the time who were going to get affected. He was the leader. Now, there's another point here also. And that is in a more simple way we can explain it. And that is, just, you know, there's a, let's, let's start with the Gemara. The Gemara says that the din of a Yachid is the sign of Rishon Yom Kippur. The din of a rabbim was, there's no time it's decided. Whenever a rabbim davened, they answered. The Shosah rabbim is always there. And the Gemara brings a ray. The Gemara brings the Pasuk in uh, Terim, which is talking about sailors on a ship. And there's a storm at sea, and sailors all think they're going to die. And therefore, the Vayizak and Hashem Hashem, they all davened Hashem to save them from being shipwrecked. And Hashem answers them. But the Pasuk says, in the Perak continue, Kufov is like an upside down nun at the beginning and end of the Pasha. And the Gemara explains that the reason for that is is because it's in parenthesis that Hashem answers them. It depends when it is. If they would be diving between Hashem and Yom Kippur, and they say to me, then they get answered. If not, they wouldn't get answered because the Yach is only answered between Hashem and Yom Kippur. Ask all the Achronim, are you talking about a ship? We're talking about a lot of people. And if that's the case, this is a Rabbi. So why are we saying, they're only gonna, they're gonna, why does the Gemara say they're only going to get answered between Hashem and Yom Kippur? You're not talking about a yachid, you're talking about a rabbi. It's a famous question. Rechaim Shalevitz used to answer. He said, when the ship is swaying from side to side and the, wind, the waves are lashing the decks, everyone's holding on for dear life, everybody's thinking about themselves. So there could be a hundred of us grabbing onto different parts of the ship. Each one's a yachid, because each one's only thinking about himself. He said, the din of a rabbi is we think we're a rabbi, and as a rabbi we come into that. Whereas if you have a lot of people only thinking about themselves, it's just a group of yachidim. It doesn't have the Koyach of Zvedas Rabbim. Obviously, he wanted to talk about every time. Redavin is a Tzibur. Redavin is a Tzibur means redavin as part of a Rabbim. And then you have the combined Koyach of a Rabbim. Whereas if each individual is thinking about himself, the fact that we're together doesn't make us, doesn't give us that, that synergy, that combined Koyach of a Rabbim. We're just a group of Yechidim who are all diving together. And therefore, he said, in the case of the sailors, it's true, each, they're all, there are lots of them. But even though he's thinking about himself, there are a lot of Yechidim. Now, the same side applies to Torah too. If you want to cause a generate a Torah which is going to be the Torah's Rabbim. So it has to be we part of a team. 
you're part of a team, and therefore, as a team, all our Torah combines. Whereas if it's uh, now, the main point of a team is that you want your team to win. So if I'm part of a team and my teammate scores, I'm happy about it because we're winning as a team. Whereas if the team's working, that each person wants to be the one to score, and if my teammate makes the point, then I'm going to try to stop him doing it, so I want to do it. We're not working as a team anymore. We're a group of Yechidim on the same side. The, the Tamir Rabbi Akiva, had there been a team, so to be working together, and the, the goal would have been we're working to create enough to fight the Romans, maybe it would have worked. Rabbi Akiva thought it would have. But uh, it was each person trying to outdo everybody else, and therefore we're not a team. With a lot of Yechidim, we each is trying to, to work against everybody else, then it doesn't become a schos of the rabbi. It becomes lots of Yechidim. And it lasts that effect. So that was Rabbi Akiva's first attempt. Rabbi Akiva went to a second attempt. Rabbi Akiva had a second attempt to try and overcome Rome. And this time, he didn't have the ability of using the rabbi anymore. He didn't have a rabbi. So Rabbi Akiva tries plan B. And what was Rabbi Akiva's plan B? Maybe, if we're not going to generate enough Koyach for the Rabbim that, that will overcome the Romans, maybe there are enough Yechidim, who are big enough Tzadikim, that, we can, that they can bring Yeshua based on the level that they're holding by, based on the, what they can achieve on their level. And then we don't need a lot of people. We didn't have a lot of people. But maybe there, there, there would be those few Yechidim who they would be able to bring about Yeshua uh, through the, their level of Ruchnis, their level of Torah. And therefore, Rabbi Kiva went to look for whoever the greatest Lonim and the Dor were to try and use them as a Koyach to, to be able to overcome their own. And this is the Gemara Chagiga. The Gemara talks about the Irish and Nichols of the Pardis. What's the Pardis they were Nichols in turn? Why, why were they going there? We know Rabbi Kiva, Ben Zayma, Ben Azai, and the Nisha Ben uh, Kibba was the leader of the group and he, he, like we see in the Gemara he told them what to do he was the leader of the group and there were four of them went with Nicholas Lepardis Nicholas Lepardis is obviously the Ruchki level but what were they doing there? and why did no one else try this? why was it Dafka Rabbi Akiva with his uh, but his, his group of Haverim that went to the Lepardis the Ramchal explains that they were trying to bring the Gola they were trying to bring the Gola and they felt that maybe on, the, on their level they were able to affect the change in how things would work in Shemayim that level, they could make things change and overcome the overcome the the spiritual koyach of the Romans on their own as yichidim. Once again, that was the second attempt, and once again, the kid was only survive. We know the Gemara says four went into paradise, and this should be nevoya. Which means uh, the Koyachara grabbed him and then he went off the derech. Ben Zayma died and Ben was Nishati. Which means Ba'atzim in the opposition against whatever they were coming to fight against in Shemaim, the, the Koyachara overcame three of them. And they lost. The other one was Nichas B'Shalom. The other B'Shalom was Rabbi Yagib. And as Ba'at, so he wasn't affected. He wasn't affected. What were they trying to do? What were they trying to do? And how, how was it an attempt to try and bring an end to the goddess? And then the next question, which I don't know if we can answer but fully, because we have to go on to the level to understand what the virus means, but to some extent, why didn't it work?
So there's a story like this also. Rabbi Kiva had a Rebbe in this. It was Moshe Rebbe. You see that there were times when there was a Xerian Shemaim against Klal Yisrael. Particularly after Chetek, for example, the Klal were meant to be destroyed. So the Klal Yisrael didn't have the Shosim to be saved, for sure not. Hashem said to Moshe clearly, I'm going to destroy them. Moshe had a Shos. Moshe had a Shos. And as Hashem said, I'm going to destroy them, I'm going to keep you. Now, Moshe didn't just daven for Klal Yisrael. That would have been a one-miler, that he was prepared to daven on behalf of Klal Yisrael, but Lav Dafka that would have worked. There's a step more than what Moshe did. And that is, Moshe put himself on the line with Klal Yisrael. And that is, it's either all of us or none of us. V'mayin mechanin ha-mesifracha. So Hashem, I have a schos to say, I'm not being separate to Klal Yisrael. I'm going to be part of them. And therefore, if I deserve to be saved, you have to save everybody else too. And if you're going to destroy them, you have to destroy me. I don't want to be separate to everybody else. I want to be part of everybody else. And that's a very risky thing to do. Because Hashem just told you, Klai Yisrael deserves to be destroyed. You deserve to be saved. So you know what? You're you, you, you forcing HaKadosh Baruch to decide which one he wants to keep. You're going to say, either all of us or none of us. So then what's going to happen? Like what? Are you going to... Is the Koyach that Hashem wants to destroy Klai Yisrael? So, okay, Moshe, you don't want to be saved in yourself. You're going to fight Klai destroy you too. Or the other way around. If, if Hashem wants to save Moshe enough, yeah, if that's the case, I'll save everybody. This on Hagen Shemaim, let's give it a more simple explanation first, because it's not like we're something very amic, very deep. Let's give it a simple explanation first. Imagine that there's an aeroplane. And the Chabur of Rosh But it happens to be one side on the plane. So now Hashem has two options. Either he can crash the plane, and by Nisay Nisim get the Sadiq to survive some airplane crash. Or he'll just keep everybody alive because he doesn't want the Sadiq to go down. Uh, Hashem's preferred option is not to do open Nisim. And if that's the case, the Schus of the one Sadiq could carry the plane. I mean, this is a Gemara. That if it's one Sadiq, it deserves to be saved. Hashem will save the whole place because of him because, because uh, the other option is going to be killing the Sadiq with everybody else. Hashem doesn't want to do that. Doing a nice that everyone else dies and Sadiq stays alive, Hashem doesn't particularly want to do that either. And therefore, often the way Hashem is going to work is save everybody. Oh, they have a deal on them? Okay, Hashem will find other ways to deal with it. But now I'm not going to, I'm not going to because it's a Sadiq, so I'm not going to punish everybody and save the Sadiq. I'm not going to punish the Sadiq. So my only option is to save everybody. When is it the right thing for a Sadiq to put himself into that position? When is it the right thing for the Sadiq to, so to speak, put himself into a position where I'm risking myself, but that way I'm not saving everybody else? Well, no, run away from it. You, you're putting yourself into a danger zone. You're putting yourself into a danger zone. Moshe Rabbeinu, he did that. Moshe Rabbeinu did that. Hashem said to him, I'll save you, I'll destroy them. And Moshe said, no, Hashem, I'm with them. So it's either all of us or none of us. Now, Moshe was on pretty safe ground. It was a risky thing to do for anybody. But Moshe was on pretty safe ground. And the reason is because Hashem couldn't destroy the whole time. Right? But he already promised the others. So Hashem said, I'm going to Makai in the promise with you. But if Moshe is putting himself into the category of everybody else, so then, and even though Moshe had a pretty, like I said, a pretty uh, a good base to stand on, a pretty solid uh, reason to assume that Hashem would save everybody, but it was still wasn't so simple. And that's why the Gemara says when Moshe did that, then the, the Kaira Sadin came to fight with him. You want to be like them, you just, they will destroy you too. And he said, Moshe to kill Chaimah and Af and all the different the concepts of we talk about spiritual concepts of HaKadosh Baruch's anger, Moshe had to contend with that. 
I was also attacked by them when I put myself in the camp with all of you, so they wanted to attack me too. And Moshe had to be able to overcome that. How? How? So we've seen already two big chidoshim, which are a little bit of That's already a lot we learned today. Number one, the fact is when a person sees that there's a gzera in the rabbim, and he thinks that for whatever reason he deserves to be saved, can he use that as a life unto the rabbim? Is there such a concept of saying, I'm putting myself into the category of the rabbim, and that way, it's all of us and none of us. And in other words, in that way, now, it's, uh, now it goes back to Vesin Shomalik. Do you deserve to be saved and therefore save the rabbin too? Or the other way around? No, maybe in your own you deserve to be saved. But when this Chabura of Rishon, they're going to get punished, you're going to get punished also. It's a risk. It's a risk. But the second part is, when a person does do such a thing, and now he's going to get attacked by the Kayach of the Din who wants to punish the rabbi. Now you put yourself in that category too. So what does a person need to be misgabronet? What does a person need to be misgabronet? And the answer is, and this is enough from the Kabbalah, the answer is that the Ra has nothing to hold on to by them. In other words, if a person's done something wrong, he's not, completely, he's not a complete tzaddik, so then there's, there's a makam which the Kayach Ra can hold on to him also. And then he's going to get affected. If a person is a complete tzaddik, you know, the, the Ra has no achiz on him, you can't touch him. So then has, it, it, can't, it can't take him. He, he, there's, there's nothing for the Ra to connect. And therefore, that's what the Gemara talks about a tzaddik gomer. In order to try something like that, a person is to be a tzaddik gomer. A person is to be a tzaddik gomer, or else you're risking the fact that you're going to put yourself into the... You, 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 you're putting yourself into, so to speak, a conflict situation, and it's a big conflict. Think of it like this. And we've said this in Vadim before. The Sultan's very interested in punishing Kal Yisrael. That's what he's there for. And now he has a reason to, reason to do it. Whatever reason Kal Yisrael done enough wrong, that they deserve to be punished, the best in Shlomayla gave him the go-ahead. They deserve to be punished. Now Sultan comes along and is trying to protect them. So you're, trying, you, you're directly fighting with the Sultan. You're directly taking away what he Kilo was wanted to do. He wanted to destroy Kal Yisrael, he was marshaled them, he got the Rishus and the best in Shlomayla, and now you come to protect them. Of course, you're going to, so he's going to fight with you. But the side is the Sultan can only fight with somebody who's done something wrong. Then the Sultan has a hold on him too. If a person's a pure tzaddik, the Sultan can't touch him. And therefore, if you're going to be the one to stand up to the Sultan and try to take away what he's, so to speak, what he's got, you have to be a complete tzaddik. That's what Moshe said. When Moshe wants to protect Kali Yisrael, this was the Sultan's dream. He got the whole Kali Yisrael to stand. Hashem said, I want to destroy them. The Sultan's all ready to go. This is what he wanted. And Moshe is coming to fight. So, you now have the source of the fight. But Moshe was successful because the Sultan couldn't do anything to him. He hadn't done anything that the Sultan could hold on to. Which is always the second part. And that is to try and be Miskara Bereshayim. What the deep is that? To try and take on the Sultan. The Gemara says, also Miskara Bereshayim Bonamazah. And for sure, talking about the Sultan. It's also to be Megara and the Sultan either. Like the Gemara says about a few Sadiqim. We tried it, and it wasn't a good thing to do. Uh, we don't take on the Sultan as a direct enemy. Unless you know that you're so, such a tzaddik that the Sultan can't touch you. Because then he's nothing he's he's to do. That was the idea of going to the paradise. The idea of going to the paradise was Rabbi Kiva looked for the biggest tzaddikim of his time to take with him. And he thought that their schus would be enough that they're going to put themselves on the line, so to speak. But if that's the case, that will save Klaishra. Because they can't get punished and the Klaish will get saved. It didn't work. It didn't work and other but three out of four got affected by it. Because 
a person has to be in the darga that there's nothing that the sultan can do to them. And if a person's come to Mizgara with the sultan, like that, and there is something that the sultan can find in a person, it could be otherwise he would have left him alone. It could be otherwise the person with the tzaddik could be left on his own and nothing would happen to them. But Beregi, you're coming now to a confrontation and you're trying to like, shield everybody and be the front line of, against the sultan, then if there's something, anything that the person's done wrong, he's going to get affected. And that's what happened. Ben Azeb, Ben Zayman, Yenshi, Ben Avoya, all the three tzaddikim that Rabbi Kiva took with him, all got affected. And even though Rabbi Kiva was Yatsa B'Shalom, Be'etzim was affected too, because there's niggas on him also to die on Kiddush Hashem. He wasn't affected then, but Lema'i uh, said that Rabbi Kiva was also, was also at the end killed by the Romans. The, he also wasn't able to break the Gezerah and Klai Yisra. Because of that he was killed by the Romans? No, the Rizal says he was better and it was... For, for a different reason, for, as a Gilgal of the Sensei Shvata. But the, he wanted to break that. He wanted to break that, and he wanted no, that to, 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 to end the goddess. He wasn't successful in doing that. And the Messiah didn't, even for himself, it wasn't like he died on his own. He was, he was, he was killed again in Shashem. That was the second attempt to, to protect Lai Yisrael. Why couldn't he try to do it himself? Why, like, why should he do it himself? Can there, uh, some, if you have more people to do it with, so then the more tzaddikim they could stand up, then it would help. Why would that help the full tzaddikim? If each one has a pagam, then... He didn't know that. Yeah, I don't know. Obviously, he thought that the, the people he was talking were all people who are tzaddikim gemur. You need to 24,000. If you try to... Then that's the, for sure it's not a good thing to do. Because they need, none of them deserve it on their own. So it's not a number. It has it's to not be a number. It has to be, or even if you have more than one, even better. But it has to be people who, on their own, are a tzaddik And again, this is what the Gemara says in the Gila. The Gemara says to me, Miskaris for Rishayim is dangerous. Because if the Hashem has given them the Kaya to do something, they can affect you. The Gemara says, unless you're talking about a tzaddik If you're talking about a tzaddik then they can't do anything to you. So to, to attempt such a thing, a person has to be a tzaddik A person has to be a tzaddik and then if Itaka is, Okay, so that was the attempt of going to the palace. And the second point you want to talk about. And, like we saw, it also ended tragically. There's one more last chedek to talk about uh, for next week. And that is, why were the Romans so strong? Harry Rabbi Akiva, he, he, had, he understood what he, was, what he was up against and he thought he would be successful. And it, didn't, it, didn't, it wasn't allowed to happen. And the Amnesty is what Rabbi Yosef and Kisma said. When Khalayim had tried it, like we said last time, tried to do the same thing. And tried to make the force to make the force to fight the Romans. Then Rabbi Yosef and Kisma told him, Umazu min him Don't think you're going to be successful. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants them to be in control. Umazu min him And therefore, it's not like you some negative force of the guy that be stronger than you'll destroy it. Hashem wants them to be here. So you're not going to be successful. So the question is why? What was so strong about the Koyach that the Romans had that Hashem wanted them to be in control? And therefore we see that even though Rabbi Kiva's attempts to change things, which P.S. far could have worked, Hashem made sure that it didn't work, so to speak, because HaKadosh Baruch wanted the Romans to be there. Why? What was so important about them? But then if that's the case, we want to talk about is what's the other side? What is the so what, what is the way to get this chus to overcome them? Rebekah uh, wasn't wrong. So what's the way to do it right that we that we can generate this chus uh, to overcome the Romans? Uh,